Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, February 16th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, Matt. it's a big day. It's it is a big, a big day. day. Yeah. It's a very big day for me. I will oh, not yeah, be on yeah, the show yeah. tomorrow. Thursday. Got it. Yeah. Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Thursday, the day that this is yeah. coming out. Um, I will not be on the show on Friday because, in, I mean, we rotate Thursdays anyway. True. But in, instead of doing a show on Thursday with either you or Grace, I will be heading down to Sarasota, heading into Mandy Land, as you said. To see the great and the good Mandy Patinkin in concert. I am the Mandy so Man can. The Mandy Man can. The last time I saw Mandy Patinkin on stage at all was in his Broadway concert with Patty Lapone, what, 12 Ooh, years ago? Yeah, that's about right. Um, Somewhere around so there. So I am so, so excited. I've never seen him solo in concert before, but I remember as twice. a kid. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I remember as a kid, like, you know, early teenage years when I was first getting into theater, like my grandparents going to see Mandy Patinkin and just talking about how like he'd just sit there on a stool in all black and just be the most yeah. intense, like animated person He's you've ever seen. Energetic. Yeah. yeah. And that's like always been the knock <laughs> in the best on way. Yeah. yeah I know. Mean, and I'm obviously extremely the opposite where I am a staunch Mandy Patinkin defender. Sure. Right. But even like in, when his like Chicago Hope days and uh, yeah, yeah, Criminal yeah. Minds days like that got him a little bit of reputation of being hard to work with just because like how intense he is and how deeply he gets into characters and stuff. But it's so yeah. funny to see how this has all changed because of social media and the, and the pandemic. Yeah. Now he's son. like everyone beloved dad yeah like him and Catherine are like these, yeah. these like icons so much so that they're making yeah they're making a a tv show or at least they oh, were I forgot about that yeah i don't I know, know. Was, i don't know what the progress on that is it was supposed to happen at showtime so at this point yeah, paramount that, plus with showtime who the yeah. hell knows but anyway so i'm going to see manny patinkin on thursday thursday is also the very first ever Actors Equity Association Stage Manager Day. So they are celebrating oh. stage managers. This is the first time they're going to be doing this, but they're making uh, they're making an effort to make this an annual celebration. It comes on the 103rd anniversary of Equity first recognizing a stage manager as a distinct category of worker within the union. Love it. So we love that. And, Friends uh, of many stage managers, hardest yeah. damn working people in I theater. Just, when I think about calling a show, especially a musical with like a animation, attack. yeah, it's so much. It's like, okay. And I'm re- a multitasker, especially as a cook. Like, that comes Still. naturally to me. But when there's like that many people depending on it, yeah. And like, I, you can't get it an wrong. An anxiety like, nightmare. As a cook, you can like fix your mistakes. You can fix it. Yeah, exactly. You can't be like, okay. Ready Q or start over immediately. Go but no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah, exactly. Or start over, even if it's delayed. Like you yeah. can't really do that on stage no. without it being very clearly noticeable. So yeah, no. stage managers, amazing, Manny unsung Patinkin, heroes. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Manny Patinkin, always amazing. All right, if you want to hear all of our episodes, whether I am talking about Mandy Patinkin or not, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. But we did get some really great news as well on Wednesday to bring into today's show. We will start off with a pair of casting announcements for Broadway that we'll start with the uh, the announcements in terms of when they are coming to Broadway. The first one that we have is for the upcoming Broadway premiere 
of Room, which we already know will be starring Adrian Warren. It'll Thank be good performances on April 17th at the James Earl Jones Theater. Or, I'm sorry, April 3rd at the James Earl Jones Theater. Opening night will be April 17th. It'll be a limited run through September 17th. But joining Adrian Warren is just an absolutely incredible cast. It is going to be led, I guess, in this round of casting by Tony nominee Ephraim Sykes, who Oof, is playing, glorious. yeah, who is playing Super Jack, which as we talked about when this was like first announced and discussed, he is going to be like the internal personification of, uh, Adrian Warren's character, Ma, her son, Jack, who is a child at this point, but he mm-hmm. sees himself as like this superhero that has to like be strong because of the situation that we're in. He is not a grown up version of Jack. He is just like what Jack thinks of himself as being uh, in in his own way. But he'd also be joined by the phenomenal Tina Benko, uh, as well as as one of my absolute favorites, three-time Tony Award nominee and Emmy Award nominee Kate Burton. I absolutely adore Kate Burton. She is fantastic. Also in the cast will be Michael Gennett and Trini Sandoval, who plays Old Nick. He is the character who is keeping Ma and Jack captive, and then presumably also the father of Jack uh, because of uh, sexual mm-hmm. abuse. There will be two young uh, actors alternating the role of Little Jack, Aiden Mackay Sierra, and Christopher Woodley. Um, again, I, I don't know what to think of this show in terms of the content when they say it's a play with music, but like getting these people in there, like continue. I mean, it already did when you had Adrian Warren, but like getting to add these folks in, I'm like, okay, this is something that has the potential to be special. Um, Also joining the production, Alexis Gordon, who actually won a Dora award up in, uh, up in Toronto for her performance as Ma and the North American premiere a number of years ago will be the understudy for the role of Ma and Anthony Chapman, the second who has been on Broadway in Hadestown and be more chill will be the understudy for super, jack so great casting pretty great yeah looking forward to this adrian's kind of like the absolute selling point and everything else is the sprinkles and cherries and whipped cream on top and i mean excellent casting across the board i've got my copy of uh room on my nightstand at the moment because i'm just about to start it to re-familiarize myself i've never read the book i've only seen the movie um and i I don't know how I feel about the movie. And that's not, I, I, a lot of it's just like it was, I watched it at a time in my life where a lot of my memory has been erased. Sure. So I am not as overly familiar with it as maybe as I could be, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this on stage. I don't know what to expect. Like you said, I don't, I'm not sure what to do with it yet because I'm so unfamiliar with it. And I hope everyone that goes into it knows the content warnings of it all. I'm sure uh, they, they will do that. Yeah. I, I hope so. And I, you know, I, that's always a conversation that ends up coming up anytime we have shows like this where there's sexual assault and abuse and any kind mm. of other things that need content warnings. And we always kind of talk about, how to address content warnings in that way and kind of how theater seems to be a bit behind on that, except in some off Broadway houses and really that's it. Um, so I hope that is made very clear going into the show, but regardless, I am excited to see it and hopefully Adrian Warren gets another Tony nomination. Yeah. That category. And we'll talk about this as we get closer. And I mentioned it before, like the lead 
actress. Stack, stack, stack. I mean, in a play and musical, For just unbelievable. Days. Everywhere, unbelievable. all the categories this That's year. Oh, this because really there's 17,000 yeah. shows. So. That's true. Yep. That's what happens when you have like a, you finally have a slate of uh, a season where all of the houses are pretty much full. It's really yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> but another show that will certainly have Tony at least nominations and probably some awards, but will not be yeah. in this season is Here Lies Love. We talked about the fact that this will be coming uh, to Broadway beginning on June 17th with an official opening on July 20th. But at the time, we did not know who would be in this show. I had heard that there would be some people returning, but some people not. Obviously, at this point, we know that Ruthie Ann Miles will almost assuredly not be returning to the role that she originated of Imelda yeah. Marcos off uh, off Broadway because she will be playing the beggar woman in Sweeney Todd on Broadway. But two of her biggest co-stars from the off-Broadway production oh will be returning. Jose Lana and Conrad Ricamora yes. will be returning to the roles that they created off-Broadway. To be 100% honest with you, I had heard Conrad was coming back. I had heard Jose wasn't because it has been oh, interesting. Uh, a decade since uh, they did this show. But but it, it is a show that kind of spans decades. So I guess you can probably play with Forgivable. the ages yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Um, but nonetheless, very exciting about this. I think it, I, I so hope excited. whatever they do with this, that they because they have the 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 goodwill built up from the off Broadway run, they have the names yeah. of David Byrne and Fatboy Slim, and then bringing in Jose Lana and Conrad Vercamora. I really hope that they give us somebody who is, uh, if it's not obviously not going to be Ruthie, give us somebody who is less well known or not known at all as Imelda, because that could be a legitimate be nice. star. Yeah. Big breakthrough turn. role. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So we will see what happens. We will obviously get more uh, casting announcements in the coming months. But again, this doesn't start so for excited. four months. But Everybody to party. I yeah. love this. And it's Conrad Rickmore should always be on Broadway, which I've said since I've seen Soft Power. Yep. Uh, obviously, that was off Broadway, but literally always put him on a stage. I'm so excited he's going to be on a Broadway stage. Yeah. And I saw him as Seymour and Little Shop as well. So Yeah, I did. So good. Mm. So good. So good. All right. Speaking of things that either should or will be on Broadway, follow me here. So on following on Wednesday, it was announced that Tim Rice would receive the Johnny Mercer Award at the 2023 Songwriters Hall of Fame annual induction and awards gala. Great. He is he was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 1999. He is a legend of all different types of genres. But here's the thing. They put out this huge press release, lots of, of words and, and walls of text. As you scroll down, there are some things that pop out that I'm not sure that passed muster from certain producers. I'm going to read you two sentences and let me know if anything jumps out at you. His okay. recent his recent musical from here to eternity returned to London in November 2022. Great, that's fine. And a new Broadway presentation of Chess is set to open in the fall of 2023. Oh, that's, hello. That's <laughs> yeah. that's one sentence. That was a comma. Yeah. The next sentence is in early 2024, a new production of his Tony-winning Broadway hit Aida will make its UK West End debut. Yeah. I don't know what press rep put these in there. I don't know if these were supposed to come out because we have you know, mused about the potential of these things happen. Tim Rice has spoken openly about wanting to get chess back on Broadway. We know that I yeah. is going to have and a all revised these productions version. that we've had around mm-hmm. the country at this point coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And we know that Aida was getting like a revised production with David Henry Huang as uh, taking a new look at the book and Shelley Williams uh, choreographing and directing. That was going to happen, I think, in like Denmark, I think, uh, or somewhere like that or Germany. But no word on it coming to the, to the West End. But here in this press release, buried down to the bottom, both of those things are mentioned. And my heart is so giddy about both of those things. My, <laughs> I love Aida. Like it is one of my favorite uh, shows of all time. I saw chess. I would keep the cast that we saw aside from Darren Chris, who was just not up for the role Wolf, of Freddie Trumper. Yeah. Um, but Lena Hall, absolutely incredible as Florence Vassie. Yes, Ramin, Ramin Karamloo is, is always good. He didn't do a whole lot of acting in this concert production that we saw, but he sounds great. But Solea Pfeiffer as Svetlana, I mean, really. Ugh not doing anything at all until the second act. Like she doesn't show up until the second act, but my God, was she incredible. So I hope that they, if they do bring this later in the fall, I hope that they, I mean, honestly, you know who I want to play Freddie Trumper, don't you? No, please tell me more. It's the person who did it in Washington, D.C., the incredible Raul Esparza. He did the well, last version before they did this one. Yeah. Asking so, for Raul Esparza to be everywhere. Yeah. But Raul and Lena Hall, Ramin Karimloo, and Solea Pfeiffer. Like, A bisexual's dream. Thank yes, you. Yeah. Yes, I mean, absolutely. absolutely so, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously begging for a run of chess. And like we said, they're. That's pretty much solidified. It's just a matter of dates. You've had all these different concert staging productions, including the most recent, which have very clearly been, we're testing the waters to get this on Broadway. As far as Aida goes, I remember maybe Shelley Williams talking about it at some point last year, the year before. Yeah, Yeah, where I think the intent was to bring it to the West End this year. Um, I guess now that's happening in, happening in 2024 without any kind of official announcement, unless there's been an announcement and it just kind of slipped under our radar uh, somehow. I, uh, I did some yeah. checking with our friend Al Henry over at Broadway World, who kind of okay. manages all of the stuff outside of yeah. New York. They're and familiar. I, I said, is this news? And they said, where did you see that? That is definitely news. I said, <laughs> okay. it's, it's in an article on your website. It's so buried in a, pr- oh, well, you know, yeah. buried in a press release as well. Yeah. Which is so. really incredible. So I, yeah. I guess a soft launch of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of but this also run. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Exciting. More reasons to go to London. I seriously, our friend John Schwab from the old Curtain Call podcast, he sent me a message when the Sondheim thing with Bernadette Peters and uh, and Leia Salonga was announced. And he said, I'll be there. You going to be there? I was like, dude, I <laughs> let me get my passport in order. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I coming. will very obviously be there. I mean, I've never been to London. Might as well. You know, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's split that hotel cost or whatever. Let's go. Um, Deal. Do a do a Broadway radio uh, live show in, in in London, but anyway, okay. Sure. Some more whatever news. it takes to write off the expenses. Absolutely, it's if it's theater related, I'm writing it off anyway. All right. Oh, yeah. So Wednesday, Lincoln Center revealed details of its upcoming 2023 American Songbook series, which will be conceived and run by George C. Wolfe, the Tony winning icon himself. It'll be subtitled "A Place You Belong." The show will explore the legacies of 
iconic underground New York City venues, including the Palladium Ballroom, Paradise Garage, Savoy mm-hmm. Ballroom, and yeah. Cafe Society. One of the planned performances is an original concert, solo concert, featuring Ariana DeBose. It is set for April 8th at David Geffen Hall. It is being tiled, titled Authenticity, and she will be joined by the ubiquitous Broadway music director, Benjamin Rahul. Mm, ubiquitous. Ubiquitous? You like that? Yeah, it's good. Word. That I like that surprising. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Rahala. I never pronounce his name right anyway, but he's the guy who literally does every concert you've ever seen. Jeremy Jordan. Correct. Broadway Princess Party. He is everywhere. Um, it will include musical influences like Dionne Warwick, Stephen Sondheim, Judy Garland, Lin-Manuel Miranda, obviously, Ray Charles, and ABBA. Another one, uh, Broadway favorite Michael Kilgore will join Amina Amani and the Matt Ray Trio on April 6th at Jazz at Lincoln Center's Apple uh, Apple Room. Is that Apple Room or Ap- Appel Room? Appel Room. Know. Appel Room for Cabaret at the Cafe Society, a tribute to the racially integrated 40s downtown spot. So uh, two of the best performers nice. for very different reasons. Like Michael Kilgore just has one of those voices that is otherworldly. Oh, Ariana yeah. DeBose Absolutely. just has that presence that makes her kind of like this otherworldly yeah like she's not necessarily like a singer of michael's uh ability but man is she magnetic and mesmerizing on stage so obviously yeah absolutely fantastic about that another thing that i had literally no idea was a thing until i got the press release but there will be presentations coming up next month at carnegie hall of a new musical called mozart colon her story m dash the new musical it'll yeah. run um sunday march 5th and monday march 6th at zankel hall at carnegie hall it features a book and lyrics by tegan summer and music and additional lyrics by gregory neighbors it is being directed by stephanie clemens and here's the cast members that they have pulled together for this show kennedy coughlin Justin Matthew Sargent, who I literally saw a couple of weeks ago in Rock of Ages down here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great Robert Cuccioli, Kate Rockwell, Zachary Noah Pizer, Itai, uh, Itai Benson, Jenna Lee Green, Gregory Traco, um, Jelani Remy, Sasha Hutchins, Asmarette Geber Michelle, and Morgan Marcel, uh, as well shabby. as others. Like that is an insane cast. Love it. Uh, <laughs> I have no good. idea who these writers are. I'm not super familiar with them, but if it's playing Carnegie Hall and it has a cast like that, it is probably worth seeing if you are in town on March 5th and 6th. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, my recommendation today comes from a strange loop. Uh, Playbill had an exclusive listening yes. to the iconic EGOT winner and Strange Loop co-producer Jennifer Hudson as she sings a brand new arrangement of the show's song Boundaries. Really, really great. Uh, I have the, the show notes. And I will also mention that recently Jennifer Hudson on her syndicated daytime talk show had um, Mean Girls star past and future, as well as from uh, Sex Life of College Girls, Renee Rapp on her show. And they sang together. Oh. They were great. It was like watching Renee Rapp sing with Jennifer Hudson and her freaking out when she wasn't singing was like <laughs> all cute. of us. What it would be yeah, like if we sang with Jennifer Hudson. So that was really fun. Uh, maybe Only I'll, I'll- sounding much better on their end. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Renee Rapp singing much better than me singing. Uh, just to spoiler <laughs> alert that one. Um, but anyway, I so, think I uh, forgot that Jennifer Hudson had a talk show. Yeah, just started this season. Like, uh, I guess that probably would have been in like the fall in September. So it, oh, it is okay. syndicated depending on where you live, different times, different channels, all of that stuff. But, um, 
she's if she sings kind of like kelly clarkson does on her show every day i'm sure plenty of people want to watch say exactly just give oh. every female singer a talk show and just let them sing i the saw- mornings away and i will be very happy I, on my whatever Reels Instagram for you pagey type thing, I was scrolling through and I saw somebody posted uh, Kelly Clarkson's original American Idol audition video. And it's like, oh, my God, yes. It's like, yeah, she was great then. Like, this is not like something like she was good and she just grew into she was like. No, this was no, no, no. She 20 was years killer ago. from the start. Oh my god, she was insane. Years ago. Don't I don't know that. how much. When was it? When did American Idol? When was the first season? Uh, I don't know. But it feels probably, like it probably approximately. Yeah, uh, maybe I think like two thousand three or two thousand four. So I think you're right. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Oh god, first even. episode <laughs> June eleventh, two thousand two. Twenty one uh, years almost. But anyway, all right, that's all that we have for today. Thanks okay, for listening to today on follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broader Radio, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me whittling away the sands of time <laughs> over at Instagram and know this is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Thursday. Catch me down in Sarasota at the Manny Patankin concert. And uh, Ashley and Grace will be back to talk to you tomorrow.